We celebrate Australia's hottest entrepreneurs, the game changers. But among all their success, we often forget that the one thing they all have in common is failure. This is the audacity to fail. This podcast is brought to you by Startup Smart, Australia's leading startup news and opinion site. I'm Danushi, and today we're joined by Julie Stavania, this year's winner of the Youngest Retail Entrepreneur of the World Award. Before taking out the title at Dubai's World Retail Congress, rubbing shoulders with the likes of Tommy Hilfiger and featuring in Vogue, Stavania had to learn the habit of failing fast. Within months of opening Style Runner, Stavania and her sister were thrown into the deep end building the world's first pure-play activewear aggregator for women. We really got up and running in about three or four months. So within three or four months, we did as much research as we could. We had to do everything else. We had to build an online store. We had to create a brand. We had to contact suppliers, place buys, have that product shipped to Australia. It was a rapid process of testing and learning. We were lucky in that we started at a time when there were no other competitors. You know, we were first in this market. And that can be a little bit more lenient than a lot of other marketplaces. But making mistakes is definitely all part of it. Diligently assessing the data when things went wrong is what really helps Stavania get Style Runner to where it is today. You start to see something that's not looking right, you know, investigate what that is, make those changes as quickly as you can. Or if you're experimenting and things are going well, you know, sort of double down. So it's just about being really agile. Mistakes are going to happen, but be prepared to be responsive. Style Runner's earliest failure hit Stavania at launch time. When we first launched, we had to make some assumptions around the sort of product that we sold. We wanted to be kind of quite wide and offer a lot of variety. And one of the assumptions we made was that with the likes of Lululemon, there would be a demand for yogurt apparel, which was quite beautiful quality, sort of really lovely, but I guess quite traditional in the sense of plainer colors, but really beautiful to touch fabric. So we found some really well-loved, like celebrity, you know, loved labels from the U.S. But when the store went live, the yoga pants category failed to get much love. It was really eye-opening to see an entire assumption almost completely wiped out by the customer's sort of results. They didn't, they didn't pay for it. They weren't interested in it. An entire category going under was in many ways too difficult to bear. At first, I, I didn't expect that anything would kind of fail to that extent. I just thought uh, it'll pick up. Surely, you know, we can kind of reposition it on the side or just this or maybe we need a new homepage tile for it. Maybe we need to push it more on social media. So I just, uh, for quite a while, I just didn't accept that it's just not working. When the category continued to underperform two to three months in, Stevania had to confront the failure. I just had a, an aha moment and I thought, you know what, I, I think this product probably sells really well in store. It's a beautiful hand feel. It's really beautiful quality product. It probably just doesn't translate as well online because it's quite solid and kind of looks plain and quite bright things that jump off a page sell really well online. This fail not only helped better understand what sells well online, it also enhanced Ivania's resilience and ability to make better decisions about where the business should focus efforts. Now, obviously, I don't think you should give up on things straight away. There are reasonable tests to run, but eventually you need to make that call because that time becomes a bit redundant if something really isn't working. At the end of the day, when something's not working, it's sometimes more productive to just finally let that go and kind of acknowledge it and move it into something else. Ever since, Stevania has used failure strategically to push the boundaries of her business. She approaches it now as a scientific process of discovery that helps Style Runner reach new ground and faster growth. 
I'm a big fan of the lean startup approach. It's a bit safer, especially if you're bootstrapping something to back in a small amount and just have a look at the data and almost expect failure in doses that you can afford to. And then if something's working, double down on it. We now approach everything as if this may not work, but we're not afraid to try it because we're doing it in an amount that we can live with if it doesn't work. Taking this approach, Stylerunner has seen rapid growth in four years, shipping over 50,000 parcels to 100 plus countries with a growing social media following of half a million people. I think I create an environment where people are not afraid to fail. And one of the things I sort of say is, you know, fail quickly and it's just data. Use that data to either, you know, tweak or adjust or, you know, iterate. And you really become a bit less emotionally attached to results. This year, Stevania will be taking Style Runner even further and failing could well be on the table. We're really excited about bringing some new UX to our site this year. So I think we're going to be innovating the way e-commerce serves up beautiful products and um, we may fail. <laughs> we may bring it to customers and they may, they may prefer the old way, but something that we're willing to do. Feeling this at ease with failing hasn't come so naturally to Stevania. It's an ability and a shift in mindset she consciously developed. I think I was a real perfectionist growing up, always scored really well in tests and that sort of thing. So if I didn't get a great result in something, I felt that was out of character for me and it kind of challenged my, I guess, identity because I always cared a lot about things. I put a lot of time and effort into them and wonder what was wrong if I wasn't achieving my usual benchmarks by whatever those you know standards society set. And over time, I realized that you know, you're probably the only person that cares about it that much. <laughs> Stevania now looks at failure as feedback. What helps with that is realising that when you do fail or you don't get the result that you expected or you're not as successful, you realise it's not the end of the world. Five words helped her transform her entire thinking on the issue. It took me a while to believe it, but the quote said, done is better than perfect. And at first I used to think like, no, 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 nothing beats perfect. Perfect is perfect. <laughs> but I actually realised, well, if it stops you from getting something across the line, then actually, yeah, done trumps that. So I started to just get things done. And when I started to see how productive I got, I actually became really okay with, you know, kind of getting things across the line with a, a bit less perfectionism. And it's something that's just really served me. And I think when something serves you, you really come around to changing your old habit. To any of you perfectionists listening, the time is now. Get it done and get it out there. Thanks for joining us, Julie Stavania, and thank you for listening in. This is The Audacity to Fail, brought to you by Startup Smart. I'm Danushi. See you next Thursday at 6 p.m.